0: We interrupt the program now in progress to bring you a special report. Here are the highlights this morning. From the WPGU News Desk, here's today's headlines on WPGU 1071 Champagne's Alternative. From WPGU News, I'm Owen Henderson. It's Friday, February 10th, 2023. To start this newscast, we have a World News Roundup from the week. A series of massive earthquakes in Turkey and Syria have killed tens of thousands and left even more injured or without a home. The death toll recently surpassed 20,000, with over 17,000 of those casualties being from Turkey. This makes the earthquake the deadliest to hit Turkey since 1939, as well as the deadliest in the world since the earthquake Haiti experienced in 2010. South African President Cyril Ramaphosa declared a state of disaster yesterday over the electricity crisis in the country. The deteriorating state of National Electric Public Utility Company Exxon's coal-fired power stations have caused ongoing blackouts in the country. Chile continues to experience intense wildfires in its south-central region. The fires began on February 2nd and have resulted in the deaths of at least 24 people. The fires have burned through an area about the size of Rhode Island as of Sunday. Chinese balloons have been spotted across five continents, according to the Pentagon. Balloons were recently spotted in Canada, the United States, and in Latin America. China maintains that the balloons were meant for meteorological purposes and were blown off course, while U.S. and Canadian officials maintain that the balloons are meant for surveillance. In national news, U.S. President Joe Biden delivered his second State of the Union address on Tuesday. In his address, Biden pointed out that the country's unemployment rate is the lowest it's been in 50 years, called for police reform via the passage of the George Floyd Policing Act, and addressed the possibility of raising the debt limit. Members of the Republican Party could be heard booing and yelling at various points throughout the speech. After 30 years of unpaid family medical leave, Illinois lawmakers are considering a new law that would work to change that. The group Women Employed proposed a state-run insurance program that provides up to 26 weeks of paid protective leave every year. Currently, 62% of families in Illinois can't take a leave of absence from work without risking their financial security. Proponents say the Family Medical Leave Insurance Act will contribute to creating a level playing field for women workers with low wages, Black and Latinx workers, as well as those who can't afford to take unpaid leave. Democrats in the Illinois House and Senate are in the process of passing a bill that would give parents a diaper allowance. Bill 0584 is an amendment to the Department of Human Services Act, which was passed in July of 2021. The legislation says that parents with income below 50% of the federal poverty guidelines are eligible for a monthly diaper allowance for children receiving medical assistance from the Illinois Public Aid Code. Legislators are currently debating the amount of that allowance. In the Senate's version of the bill, parents are entitled to $70 a month per child, while the House's version would provide $30. The amendment was proposed by Chicago Representative Lakeisha Collins, who says she believes the bill is a necessary step for families in financial crisis. This is one step forward in the right direction for our state to ease some of these burdens off the families, but this is also a pathway to make sure that our families have what they need. The bill has been co-sponsored by five other female legislators. On Wednesday, it was announced that four Illinois football players had been invited to the NFL Combine being held at the Indianapolis Lucas Oil Stadium from February 28th to March 6th. The players representing Illinois are running back Chase Brown and three defensive backs, Sidney Brown, Jartavius Martin, and Devin Witherspoon. The four players being sent to the Combine are in the second-largest group of Illinois football players to be invited to the Combine in program history, behind 2003 when five Illini were invited. The NFL Combine will allow for the Illini players to interview and work out in front of NFL scouts and front office representatives. That's all from us for today, folks. Reporting was contributed by Laszlo Richard Toth, Husna Husseini, Becca Douglas, and Jacob Schumacher. Our political editor is Avery Bowen, and our sports editor is Tarama Basher. Our deputy news director is Daniel Villarreal, and our news director is Madison Holcomb. For WPGU News, I'm Owen Henderson.